My name is Allie McLeod, and you're listening to other things that I do. When I was in university, I took an American literature class. It was long, two semesters instead of one, with a lot of material. I don't remember much about that class, but a few short stories stuck out. One of the short stories I loved, I always attributed to Edgar Allan Poe, but in researching it for the show today, I learned it was written by Nathaniel Hawthorne. The story is called The Birthmark. It's dark, almost Poe-like, and is about a young bride named Georgiana and her scientist husband, Aylmer. Georgiana is by all measure a beautiful bride, but was born with a red birthmark on her face that resembles a hand. Before they got married, Aylmer didn't notice it much, but after the wedding, he kind of becomes obsessed. They both decide they need to do something about it. Georgiana throws down the gauntlet, saying, If there be the remotest possibility of it, let the attempt be made at whatever risk. Danger is nothing to me. For life, while this hateful mark makes me the object of your horror and disgust, life is a burden which I would fling down with joy. Either remove this dreadful hand or take my wretched life. You have deep science. All of the world bears witness of it. You have achieved great wonders. Can you not remove this little, little mark, which I cover with the tips of two small fingers? Is this beyond your power? For the sake of your own peace, and to save your poor wife from madness? Aylmer takes a challenge and devises a plan. They seclude themselves in his laboratory, and Aylmer is committed to running experiments on Georgiana to try and remove the birthmark. He often leaves Georgiana alone in the lab while he tries to find the right solution. One day, after weeks of putting up with this, Georgiana goes looking for a book to read to pass the time. The book she finds is her husband's. The following part is what really stuck with me from the whole short story and the whole course. But to Georgiana, the most engrossing volume was a large folio from her husband's own hand, in which he had recorded every experiment of his scientific career, its original aim, the methods adopted for its development, and its final success or failure, with the circumstances to which either event was attributable. The book, in truth, was both the history and emblem of his ardent, ambitious, imaginative, yet practical and laborious life. He handled physical details as if there were nothing beyond them, yet spiritualized them all, and redeemed himself from materialism by his strong and eager aspiration towards the infinite. In his grasp, the various clod of earth assumed a soul. Georgiana, as she read, reverenced Aylmer and loved him more profoundly than ever, but with a less entire dependence on his judgment than heretofore. Much as he had accomplished, she could not but observe that his most splendid successes were almost invariably failures if compared with the ideal at which he aimed. His brightest diamonds were the merest pebbles, and felt to be so by himself in comparison with the inestimable gems which lay beyond his reach. The volume, rich with achievements, that had won renown for its author, was yet as melancholy a record as ever mortal hand had penned. It was a sad confession and the continual exemplification of the shortcomings of the composite man, the spirit burdened with clay and working in matter, and of the despair that assails the higher nature at finding itself so miserably thwarted by that earthly part. Perhaps every man of genius, in whatever sphere, might recognize the image of his own experience in Aylmer's journal. Today, 
my own shortcomings. I like this passage so much because I identify with Aylmer. My friends or family often look at what I've done and think I'm a very productive person. But the truth is, I have so many more things that I've tried to do than what I've actually done. I have notebooks and notebooks of stories I've never written. I have sketches half-finished, poems and pages of brainstorming of things I'll never do. Other things that I do is supposed to follow my progress through four projects. After the break, the breakdown. I just want to say thanks. Um, Thank you for listening to other things that I do, and it means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to hear my musings and hear about all the things I'm trying to do. If you like the show, please let someone else know about it. Word of mouth really helps, and I think that people don't think it makes a difference, but it really does. Um, When I was running a summer camp a few years ago, I only had one kid signed up for a week in late August. And I asked the mom who signed up her daughter if she knew anyone else who might be interested in coming to camp during the same week her daughter was. She told several people and some signed up. So I know that word of mouth works and I would just really love it if you could tell someone else about this show if they might be interested. So please share other things that I do with a friend. You can send them the link otherthingsthatido.com and have them click around. Or if you want to send them to the podcast episodes themselves, send them to otherthingsthatido.com slash episodes. Now back to the show. Progress reports. Sometimes when you work on things, I think you just need to sit and... I think I had the idea that when you work on things that you're really into, you should just be able to sit for several hours and get them done in like a flow state like in a lump of time and I've definitely done that before and it feels really really nice it feels like everything's coming together it feels like your project is just possible and a few nights like that and things just come together but I've been only able to work on things lately in piecemeal times, like an hour here, 30 minutes there, two hours there, 15 minutes, whatever. I've been trying really hard to do a little bit um, on the bus, in between work, etc. After work, when I work till 10 or 9 and don't get home till 10 or 11 sometimes. But it's just been really hard to feel the same kind of connection to the projects that I've been able to with other ones in the past. So I think that's just my own romantic notion of working on things. And in a perfect world, I'd be able to work on one project for four hours instead of one hour. But you just got to do what you got to do. Because otherwise, what are you supposed to do? So I'm looking at my goals for the week of Tuesday, August 23rd to Monday, August 29th. And I've written down that I want to have 20 tarot card definitions done. And I want to write 56 pages, which is a lot because I'm 
going to be starting a new job later this week, and I'm not really sure how much free time I'm going to have. So, it's 10.22pm, and I am nowhere near done my goals for the day. <sighs> I think I was a little overambitious, and so that I would get more done than I did. I just wrote two sentences, and I can't write anymore. It's 10.50 p.m. I should have written earlier, but I just... I'm just too tired. It's Wednesday, September 21st. 2016 and I'm so tired it's 11 p.m. and I've been working on my tarot card project and writing since I got in tonight while well, I was also watching Netflix but I was mostly working on that stuff too and I know I should push myself to write a few more pages, but I just can't. I'm so tired. It's only 11, but I've been trying to get up at 6 so I can get more stuff done. So that's it for now. I'm gonna fall asleep. Okay, you okay? Okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, I probably sorry. hit a button or something. I don't know. No, I. It said I had no service for like a, three seconds. Oh, it was really weird. Um, sorry, where were we at? We were talking about kind of like refining a business project. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm working on three projects now. I'm working on like getting quote-unquote healthy, um, working on my tarot cards, and taking control of my finances, which is a really big one. So those are the projects that I want to do until the end of the year. Do you think that I should focus more on, like, product-based projects, like making the book or another business? Versus those which are, two of them are kind of intangible, and one of them is more of, like, a thing. So after the end of the year, you want to focus on a business project. Is that what I'm understanding? Um, after the end of the year, I'm going to see what's going on with my precarious work situation. Because I know pretty well that until the end of the year... Um, I'll definitely have hours at one of these places and I know I'm going to be covering some vacations for the other place. So I know that those are kind of in the future. Um, and I think that by that time I'll probably have a better, um, like I'm real, pretty rusty when it comes to, like I did take a couple classes in university, but I'm pretty rusty when it comes to like recording and editing stuff a little bit still. So I'm hoping that by then I'll be 
better at it and I can, I don't know. Like, it won't seem like it's this intense thing that I have to do every week for a million hours. It'll be something that I can do in two hours. Yeah. Um, I mean, that might Sounds skeptical. (laughs) No, I think that might be the case, but everyone, I mean, I don't know anything about editing, but, like, my impression of film editing or anything like that is that it takes a lot of time. Yes. Right? So, I mean... I think you have the right idea and like, cause like you have, you, you're prioritizing what's most meaningful to you in your life at this moment. So your health and your finances and kind of slogging through the work that your paid work that you have right now. And then this great other project that you're doing with the podcast. I mean, those are things that are really bringing value to you in your life right now. And you really like they bring joy to you and, and you're learning stuff. And that's really important. Um, I, I think for you, I think what's interesting is the, the the when I think of Allison, I think anything that Allison does is creative, and you come from a creative place, right? So mm-hmm. anything that is a business project is also by nature a creative project. So yes. if if there, I think, and and you know yourself well, but I think you need to set a realistic expectation for yourself. You're just going to do something like piece by piece, day by day, and be interested in the process of making something without the expectation that a business or something like that is going to be successful. Yeah, like I fully, like I'm making my, like I know people, they put their tarot cards on like Kickstarter or whatever, but I'm literally just making them because I've wanted to do that for years. Like at least two, no, probably at least three years I've wanted to make my own deck. And like I'm literally doing that just for myself. Okay. And yeah. Like something like that, I mean it would be relatively easy to if you wanted to put it in a Kickstarter campaign, um, to, you know, um monetize and to make it to a business or make it to some sort of product. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I know this is going to be just another question because I'm like, I'm lucky. I, I kind of want to step back from you actually planning on, you know, project managing or executing an objective and just I'm wondering, like, what is it that you want to, who do you want to be in the process of making whatever impact it is on the world, right? I think maybe that's the place that you could start. That's a little bit more like, it's not attached to you doing anything and it's not attached to you, like, succeeding at any business venture it's just about like okay who is Allison in this world and what does Allison offer um and then I think naturally you'll kind of figure out like what it is that you can start off with because I think as a again as a creative person you have so much experience and so much uh talent Mm. that you need to to kind of not not necessarily focus it, but like find find like, this is gonna sound so fucking cheesy, but like what is what is an Allison brand? Like what is it that you <laughs> what is the impact you want to make? Because it's fine to do like these like one off like write a book, okay, you know one off projects, but like what is it that's tying all together? Who is the person you want to be in the world in in that position, right? Find out the answer on the episode Meter Part 2.